but couldn't you just keep it in your mouth and then it sort of naturally goes into your mouth? Why do you need to lick it off? Yeah. Okay. I guess I could. <laughs> so he, so, like instead so of the, taking it out of my mouth, just leaving it in and staying very still. I think the problem yeah. is like he's moving around too. So when he's orgasming, you actually take his penis out of your mouth. Oh, I see the Pretty discussion soon here. after, I guess. Say that again? Pretty soon after. Um, oh, afterward. Okay. But doesn't most of the semen then just sort of naturally flow into your into your oral cavity now? Yeah, but so, you know, there's multiple spurts. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is mostly in good faith, but often controversial. I've collated another spectacular list of salacious topics to cover today including uh, men who claim they don't come from blowjobs, camping sex etiquette, whether men can feel when a woman is coming, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hello, Keith. And today, against her better judgment, we have returning champion Allie on the show. Welcome back, Allie. Hello. So I thought of you at the end of our last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Then you texted in response, which I was pleased by because I speculated that you might not want to talk about the topic that I brought up. Uh, basically, we were we were talking about uh, the experience that I think women may have as they age through their mid-20s into their mid-40s, whereby their perceived attractiveness physical attractiveness to others uh, declines. Is that a controversial thing to say? No, that's definitely true. Okay. Yes, it's true. I mean, it's obviously true, but yes, I think a lot of people would contest. Well, I think that the counter would be something like there, although before the show, we were just having a discussion that suggests maybe this isn't the case, but the counter would be something that there could be other attributes that improve other attributes that are less valued by the superficial man. Like, like yeah, dishwashing I mean, ability. No. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, just, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Style, I think fashion, my, my take from that was a, you should ask someone who is or was a 10 because for me starting from you know middling attractive and then like slowly losing attractiveness that's never been something that i've really banked on or used in the same way um and it doesn't seem to be affecting my life in in that way also i'm also in an industry where if you are very attractive that can count against you where people will take you less seriously you'll get fewer opportunities people think that you're less serious I don't think that's true. Like, I do. I've had people tell me that they discounted me for roles because I looked too young, which I think is a kind of coded way of saying but that. After you talk for like 30 seconds, doesn't that fade? Like I'm I'm sure like when I see a beautiful woman, I probably uh, prejudge her intelligence a little bit lower than an average looking woman. But I, I think that judgment is almost immediately, uh, like I think my I think I change my prior on that almost immediately after they say something. Now usually it's confirmed, but um, yeah. What would they say that confirms it, Keith? <laughs> so it it could be intelligence. It also could be, you know, some men wouldn't want to, I guess, have a really attractive woman on their team either because 
they're concerned for the perception or concerned about their own relationship or they feel it would be distracting. Right, and like I think, Mike Pence. Yeah, I think there are middle-aged guys like that who are a little bit insecure and who've been married for a really long time and don't want the perception that they're hiring this person or you know adding this person to their team for the wrong reasons. Which again like- is not really something that would <laughs> happen to me, but it's something where I feel like not being that person has helped. Okay. Let's say you just you were... said it did happen to you. No, I, I'm saying like the I I'm not attractive enough that people would worry about that as much. Okay, so uh, when you were 20, on a scale of one to ten, how attractive were you? I don't know, like seven, maybe. That's not <laughs> I bad. Mean, everybody seven. Says seven. You see and and now, what do you think you are? Five or six, like so. I think, so you know, it's like a linear. Okay. <laughs> decline. So you're viewing. I you're viewing like steps, but yeah. yeah. You're viewing uh, nine or ten as when you when you say super attractive, you're talking nine or ten. Yeah, and I've I've never been there, I and see. I don't feel like there's anything I could do with you know clothing or makeup or something to get there. Like it's well, not. I mean, would you suggest that you know prime Giselle if she's walking into a board meeting? Where, <laughs> yeah, wear like an ugly mask or like do her makeup in a way that that minus twos her. No, I think she, you know, if if she's interviewing for a position as a physicist or something, I think she's going to get taken less seriously, and I think there's nothing she can do about that. Well, but couldn't she change if she's taken less seriously because of the way she looks? She could change her look so that they're less Giselle-y. It's like the, I mean, it's the body type also, though, I think. Yeah, that's true. She did have a good body. Uh, maybe she could wear a hoodie. <laughs> maybe. Yes, yeah, maybe she could wear a hoodie. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think, I mean, I do think that um, men generally judge women as dumber. And I think that's probably accentuated if they are more attractive. But I think that the various benefits of pretty privilege generally, uh, yeah, I, I bet in almost every case it exceeds the uh, the minuses of it. And oh yeah, to the I'm extent sure the that the benefits are great, yeah. To the extent I guess that I'm thinking the converse of your position that women are going to find this decline to drastically limit the sex they're able to get hmm. is presupposing that everyone who any type of woman wants to have sex with is first and foremost judging on what they look like. And I'm saying someone who's willing to have sex with someone who's a six is not doing that. Let's say, let's say you were a seven and when you were, when you, when you were a seven, uh, did you find that like men who might be considered say fives treated you differently than men who might be considered say nines? Like, were you able to to perceive that, or do you remember? I mean, it, it's it's very subjective. Treated me differently, like if I were flirting with them, or just in general. I guess both. Um. No, I don't. I don't think there really would have been a difference. Okay, and you think that someone who was a woman who was a nine might feel more of a difference. I think a woman who was a nine would just get more attention overall from everyone. Right. 
Yeah, I and I'm sure that there are men who are fives who only pay attention to women who are nines, and there are men who are nines who only pay attention to women who are nines. But like, I sense some pain here. <laughs> is this is this a is this a like is this is this tapping into like the sort of core female desire to want attention? I wouldn't have thought about it, attention until you mentioned it. No, like I, I'm if I'm pausing, it's because I'm trying to remember or like trying to think of an example of a like a man who was a five versus, you know, who I would have known when I was 20. Um, no, I think like in some ways it would have been like, if I'm thinking about the, the people who I wanted to sleep with back then who wouldn't sleep with me, do I think they would have slept with me if I were just prettier, but if I were the same like personality and everything, like, no, probably not. What is that um, like as a woman? Disagree. I, I, I bet they would. Hang on. What what is it like to want to have sex with a guy and he won't have sex with you? What's that? What is what is the general experience there? I mean, this is a thing that men experience pretty frequently, right? Yeah. Constantly. Well, I think yeah, I think you probably experienced this, Mike, because you've said that like while you've been married, <laughs> women have no. Like you've said, while you've been married, women have like offered to have sex with you and you've turned them down. So like some of the people that I'm talking about are people who were married or who were in serious relationships and didn't want to have sex with me presumably partially for that reason. And that's understandable. And I don't think that me being prettier would have changed that or they probably wouldn't have been in those marriages. Like there are pretty people. Okay. But so that's different from somebody who's just above your pay grade, right? That's somebody who's actually unavailable. Yeah. Right. But then there've been married people who would have sex with me. So like you can't use it as a total blanket criterion to that makes sense. direct your attraction. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to think if, if I can think of an example of someone who was single and just like too hot to have sex with me. <laughs> and you wanted to have sex with him. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess like David Duchovny or something, but like I've never met him. <laughs> So <laughs> that doesn't. Well, and he was famously a sex addict, so you might right. Have so maybe might have a have. shot there. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So it's not. Yeah, it's much more. Uh, so yeah, it's much. This is much more rare of a phenomenon than it is for men, which is not surprising. I guess. Yeah. The ph phenomenon of somebody not wanting to have sex with you. I mean, that's the constant male experience. Like even for <laughs> Ryan Gosling, like it's true. It's just constant micro rejections, one after another. Yeah. I think that if uh, I think that if men could have the world be the way they want it, uh, the world would be sort of. It, it's sort of like uh, in that video game Second Life when they allowed gambling, and all of a sudden everything turned into casinos. It would just be a gigantic. <laughs> men would just turn the world into a gigantic bathhouse really with women. Wonder, I really wonder, like, <laughs> if I had like a holodeck that had machine learning and could tell what I liked, and you know, slowly adapted itself to be exactly the world that I want. I, yeah, I just wonder. If it would just be women throwing themselves at me constantly, or if like I need some amount of rejection so that the successes feel more triumphant, I'm dead. yeah, probably right. It's probably the latter. Yeah, yeah. that's how I know the world is a simulation. It's because it's it appears to be set up exactly like that for you. Some percentage rejection, <laughs> some percentage uh, yes. Because right. Keith, also like it would be really ugly women throwing themselves at you too. Like the whole spectrum of women, and you would get fed up with that really quickly. Well, not on my holodeck though. Mm, okay. <laughs> it would be the right amount of whatever I wanted. You probably have it so that the ugly women were just awed by you as you walked by. They wouldn't even try. <laughs> they would just like stop down. <laughs> they would get on their knees and pray. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They'd, they'd applaud. That would be nice. Yeah. 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 I could hear like hushed tones admiring me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to talk about God Pussy? We've had it on our spreadsheet here for a while. I think Ali might be interested in seeing I don't know it. what this is. So, yes. Okay. I well, I think you should go. Uh, I don't think I can share my screen, but it's a subreddit. Uh, that you can go to. You can just search Google for it. Um, God yeah, pussy, G O D P U S S Y. Just reddit.com slash R slash God pussy. You can do that word. too. <laughs> uh, I sorted mine based on the uh, the top of all time. Okay. And yeah, no, let's no, do wait. top all time. Let's do top all time. Although the problem is that now that um, Imgur, Imgur has eliminated uh, pornographic content. Yes. You run the risk with that stuff of of having uh, the top ones from all time be missing, which is frustrating. Um, but the top one of all time, this is one people that uh, follow the podcast can check out. Um, actually, it's not it's not that easy to see what the premise is. I guess you have to. It's a video. You have to wait till you get a few seconds into it to see. The second one at top of all time is just a much more obvious one. Yeah, let's talk about the second one. The second one is, do men who eat pussy for their own pleasure exist? Yeah, Ali, do you have this up on your computer? Yeah, I mean, this is less interesting than I thought. I thought this was going to be like people trying to draw what God's pussy would look like if God were. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No. But go on, this is just regular pussies. <laughs> no, no, these aren't. These pussies have no supernatural so, powers. I think I can describe the the various features of, of this uh, God pussy that make it so godly, mm-hmm. but I'm curious, Allie, what you think makes this get so many upvotes. Uh, I guess the like the labia, both menorah and majora, for, yeah, <laughs> for Mike's scientific friends, Thank are you. very small, and the inner ones are very pink. I don't no. know. She's shaved really well. There is like a yeah. bump at the bottom that I'm not sure what that is. Oh, let yeah. me check. What I is see that? that. You, yeah, it gets into the sunlight there at the end of this. This is a, for our listeners. It's about a two-second GIF that keeps repeating. Uh, I don't know that that's a bump. Don't you think that's just sort of the bottom part of the labia? It oh, is, but I agree round. with the implication of what Ali said, which is if that were a little bit smaller, it would be in- incrementally better. <laughs> Like I wouldn't, so, yeah, I, wouldn't just like a, I wouldn't turn this down. I'm just acknowledging. Yeah, okay, go on. It's you know, like, it's it doesn't minor. open very much. It's like very closed. Yeah, it seems tight. Uh, it seems like her clit is very small. Streamlined even. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it's not at all swollen in this Right. Yeah. Image. Yeah. She doesn't look wet at all. Is that part of it? <laughs> I'm, I'm basing this off of seeing two so far. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yes. think that's part of it. I think okay. it's the uh, the. Uh, well, actually, no. Now I'm scrolling down. None of them look wet, so maybe that is part of it. Well, one of them's the title is "My Pussy Is Wet Enough for You to Slide Right In." I don't know. So presumably, <laughs> these are unreliable narrators. <laughs> so yeah, I would just say these are like small and have very closed labia. They're yeah. also very small, and like they have, their clits are very small. I guess. Oh no, no! There's one. If you scroll down, what's the caption? Far enough to work upskirt pussy. My boss told me today she follows me on okay. Reddit. Hard eyes wow. emoji, devil emoji, hard eyes emoji. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one is weirder. I 
Yeah. I find that one. I find that one not as attractive, although the panties pulled to, to the side in this one is, I like that. Why? I don't know. It just feels like, I, th- I think I've mentioned this before. Yeah. It feels like things are in a rush. There's, there's like some passion involved. Mm. <laughs> but I think that one's notably different to me because like the labia are more wrinkled and. Uh, yeah. They're still, they're yeah. delicate and small, Allie. They are. Yeah. Well, and the the shaving job or waxing job that these women are doing is just, I mean, there's not, you can't even see like a single hair pour. Yeah. There's, there's like no razor bumps. Like everything is just pristine. Uh, Allie, this will uh, confirm your thing about wetness. Mm-hmm. The, the fourth one from the top, I think the person meant to say the best dessert is mommy's pussy, but they wrote the best desert is mommy's <laughs> pussy. So I guess that's pretty dry yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe this is referring to shaving. Now let me look for the uh, at the. Well, were uh, those boobs real in that one? Okay, this subreddit is dedicated to showcasing gorgeous close-up photos of vaginas. Yeah, of course they're. Okay. Yeah. Um, submission should be of high quality. Should focus primarily on showing the pussy. <laughs> yeah, so it's not necessarily one. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the ones that get the most upvotes. We're like at between ten and twenty thousand upvotes. Yeah. These are, or even thirty thousand. These are. Wait, um, can you sort what? by worst? I want to see. What... <laughs> <laughs> you can, you I don't know if you can. You this can't sort says, by worst. Let Daddy irrigate that desert with his eggplant emoji, uh, water droplets emoji, water droplets emoji. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, okay, um, the most controversial of all time. Do most do controversial all time, and you'll see one that's it's titled Perfection. Yeah. What is you, that? <laughs> That looks like it's coming out of her abdomen. (laughs) It does look like a prolapse situation. Yeah. And then there's one with a lot of hair below that. So, yeah, I guess you're right. It is about shaving. And then there's some that are... (laughs) What the fuck is that? The one titled Happy Thursday? Like, that's too far in? What? (laughs) Allie, this is surprising. You're being kind of cruel to these uh, fellow ladies. I mean... Oh, were, it's yeah. just genetics. They were they were born this way, Ali. It's not their that's fault. Right. No, that's a photography issue. Like <laughs> this is like a <laughs> this required a scope of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, is this? Do you would you ever aspire to have a what what these people call a god pussy, Ali? Um. Sure, I can. not the controversial. Oh my god, the controversial ones are so bad. There's, there. good, news. I can't, I can't. There's good news well, here, which is by the time, and we've discussed this on the show before, but by the time somebody is uh, closely inspecting your vagina, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think anyone has ever. Well, I'm sure it's happened, but generally, men aren't going to be like, "Oh, your labia are." two millimeters longer than I was hoping. I'm, I'm out. Oh, right. It's not that. It's more, I would like to have, I guess, skin that does not react to shaving. That would be great. Yeah, me too. I only shave so often because if I shave too often, I get razor bumps myself. And so... Mm-hmm. So um, you, that's the thing you notice the most, Allie, is the uh, seeming effectiveness of their depilation techniques yeah i mean i've never tried waxing but like yeah i don't i don't think that i could achieve perfect smoothness with any kind of depilatory efforts never i think people wax like before they go on like a beach vacation i just shave 
but it's it is fairly normal for women to have some some uh <clears throat> areas down there that they are uh uncomfortable about or something. Is this something women talk about with each other? Like, hey, really? my labia are just kind of big. Oh no. I don't think I've ever even though that is like it's a thing that's very well like for somewhat common for women to have some um yeah, discomfort or not discomfort's the wrong word. They they sort of they don't feel they don't feel confident, lack of confidence about how their how their labia look and so forth. Yeah. I've never had that conversation with someone else. I'm trying to remember it. Women don't really see each other's vaginas either, so I don't feel like I've seen You don't check them out in the locker room? No. You could. Or I guess you sort of couldn't because they're typically mm-hmm. standing up. Yeah. I mean, you could, but it might be, it might be sort of obvious. Sort of the angle. <laughs> I'm also, so there's also a God Pussy V2 subreddit. Is that? Oh, I didn't same? know about that. No. Is it better? It's kind of the same. What is the difference between V2 and the original? Well, a lot of times it's because I one gets know. banned. For example, there was a subreddit called Balls Deep and Coming. Yeah. Uh, they got banned. And then there's now Balls Deep and Coming 2. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then there's also God Pussy Apprentice. Oh, you need to have a certain amount of karma to post in God Pussy. So if you don't have that much, you can post in God Pussy Apprentice, I see. <laughs> which has many fewer members. I mean, what a, what a strange emergent culture around yeah. who has the best. They should do a bracket. You know, just yeah, take, they like, all should do a bracket, right? Like that's, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's God Pussy. I don't. Okay. I mean, Mike and I talk about my circumcision pretty often. I don't know if we're unusual, though. <laughs> yes, I get the feeling unusual. we might be unusual, Mike. Yeah, yeah, probably it is. Well, yeah. I mean, like, do you feel like God Dick is less circumcised than you are? Then, uh, then Keith, I don't yeah. know. For starters, is there God Dick? It's been it's been banned. Let me check God. <laughs> Let me try God, God Dick. Dude does not exist. God cock. <laughs> I, I, I've got to think. Such there a is God exists. cock. Do you have yeah. a God cock? Post it on slash r slash massive cock. Mm. Hmm. No, massive cock's just a bunch of pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so this is all a wind up for that joke. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to uh, some of the topics I teased in the intro here. So, okay, here's a guy who claims he doesn't come from blowjobs. Uh, and this is a woman writing in. Is this even a thing? I've had more than a few guys claim this over the years, and I've never once just blown a guy who didn't come. Just a little virtue signaling there. I had a friend claim he doesn't this afternoon, and it took me like six minutes tops. I'm convinced that this is just a thing guys say when they want head at this point. Works on her years. <laughs> so is it just a clever way of kind of opening me up to accepting that challenge? I'm told I give really good head by my friends and hookups, but even still. I just find it hard to believe a guy won't come from having their dick sucked. I don't know. I won that little bet again, and I'm just wondering what everybody else has experienced. This huh. sounds like she's fallen for this multiple times, so I would say yes. That yeah. is something the guys say. Her, <laughs> her username is Miss Mumble. Um, okay. I wonder, I mean, her inbox must have just exploded after she posted this. <laughs> Much like the cock of it. Yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, I think there are men who who don't come from oral. Now, it's not that it's like impossible. It's that they prefer the control they have in a PIV situation. There are men. I think there. Well, there are men who report that online. But I think that I would be curious. uh, Ali might have a view on this. Um, 
is there some sort of curve of probability? So you're giving a guy oral, you start, and after some number of minutes, do you know he's not going to come from it? And if so, how many minutes is that? Uh. And I think this is true for women. <laughs> when you say, Keith, like that there's some like, there's some curve. It's like, it's like if, if they haven't come by now or if it's not yeah. sort of but it's clearly going that direction. It's different with women because I mean, okay, I talk about this a lot on this show, but I don't know when a woman is going down on me, whether I'm supposed to come or not. A woman knows she's supposed to come if a man is going down on her. Because is that right? The, the sexual encounter isn't as likely to end when the woman comes as it is when the man comes. Yeah. It's much less likely to end, I would say. Yes. In fact, I think almost zero end when I was, a woman comes. I was trying to foreclose on people writing in and saying like, oh, I <laughs> have a refractory period of two milliseconds. You know, That's I true. Think, I think the kind position would be to say that unless your partner tells you don't come, you're free to come. <laughs> Okay, but no, the, yeah, no, go ahead. No, okay. So, so the classic example is you're on a first date, or sorry, you're on a first <laughs> sexual encounter, which may or may not be the first date, and uh, the the lady starts going down on you. Now, I'm guessing she would prefer. I'm, look, it, there's all kinds of different mitigating circumstances here, but in general, she probably doesn't want me to come from that. I want to hear Allie's reaction to this. Yeah, me too. Do you care, Allie? Would you care? No. Um, yeah, don't you want I, to know what it's like to have me inside of you? Like, isn't that like something you're sort of like wanting to figure out? This, this is the royal you. Right. Yeah, right Allie, right. don't you? <laughs> um, I guess maybe if I know that we only have like 20 minutes or something, mm-hmm. and I definitely want that then I wouldn't want you to come. But then I might only go down on you for a very short amount of time. But I feel like as long as we would have- Would you intentionally say, so. like, would you deploy bad technique to make sure I don't come from your blowjob? No, I think I would just do it for a very brief, you know, a minute or something. Um, okay. If the idea is I'm just doing this kind of to- to lube you up so that your dick is wet. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I think people use blowjobs to like, you know, help the man get fully hard or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. But yeah. anyway, yes, I do think there's this like asymmetry. Like women are almost always trying to come from a man going down on them. She just said there isn't an asymmetry. You're saying you think there is, even though I, someone's just told you there isn't. I think it's complimentary when someone comes because particularly in an early encounter, you don't know if they're a premature ejaculator. You're going to assume they're not. If they come really quickly, <laughs> I think that implies they're really excited and into you. And that would be nice. I don't, I can't. Okay. Isn't it not hard to make a man come? I don't know. It, it varies for guys. I think it would vary based on like how recently they've masturbated and like what else they're thinking about or doing. Like, I see. I just feel like it's much less of a gold star getting a man to come than it is getting a woman to come. I mean, Keith sure, is also yeah. Keith's always also worried about this notion of ending the encounter kind of quickly, right? I mean, so uh, how much like how much how important would it be for you? Like, would you not would you avoid giving oral to a man until you were satisfied yourself or something like that? Because, I mean, there's this risk. You're running this risk once that penis goes in your mouth that, like, your physical gratification is going to end. It could end at any moment. It's like a grenade. 
I would argue yeah, that it is as soon as the dick is in the mouth, but uh, I, I know people feel differently fine. about that. <laughs> Allie definitely doesn't agree with that. Yeah, I, know, I, know, I know women claim to like blowjobs, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, historically that, you know, my position has been that I'm not holding out <laughs> for me to come. But also, yeah, I think unless I knew of some really short time frame restrictions, I would assume that if he comes, maybe we do something else. Maybe we, you know have a drink or something and then go back to bed and then we have PIV sex like that that it could be a whole evening rather than just that he's waiting to come one mm. out I would assume that I'm around and actually by by coming during oral early in the encounter the man could be showing his virility courage and strength showing what a man <laughs> he is because yeah. he's saying look yeah. I can do this again tonight yeah 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 but that's almost the opposite of the point I'm making what if he's not going to do that not going to do what like she's saying that it's it's a mid it his premature ejaculation is mitigated if he's w- uh willing and able to go again but let's say that's not on the table let's say he couldn't do it again well then that shows weakness sort of exactly. sadness yeah right so yeah well, a, i think keith is thinking about these times when he wants to go to bed early and he's like thinking that he's only going to bring a woman home for exactly one orgasm and that that needs to happen in 20 minutes. That's One right. thing that I've enjoyed doing is you, know, you, you give the guy a blowjob before going out to dinner. You go out to dinner, you come back, then yeah. you have PIV sex. So like, Doesn't that alter your experience of dinner some? No. I mean, not, like not at a, all. Amuse-bouche. So then how do you pronounce it? Oh, yeah. Do you mean like, does dinner taste differently? Like, no, you can drink a glass of water. It's not like, <laughs> you're not like holding it in your mouth the whole time. Okay. If anything, it might make dinner nicer because then you're not as... Takes the edge off the like, hunger. oh, you know, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's like, oh, we've already had sex. Like, now there's oh, a little bit I more. I, you know, <laughs> I thought you wouldn't be as hungry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need as much, as much protein in the uh, entree. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, yeah. then I, w- I would do that so that I can order vegetarian and, you know, <laughs> be Hang nicer. on. So, so you would, wait, it takes the edge off because, but don't you want, isn't that edge sort of titillating? Like, you don't know what's going to happen and so forth. Now you've, you just want everything to be relaxing and clearly delineated. You don't want that sort of passion and, you know. If it's suspense. the very first time or if there's some kind of uncertainty about whether you're going to have sex, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. You know, it, it can make you kind of on edge more than I think is ideal. What what factors for a woman would make it so you didn't know on a, on a given date if you were going to have sex or not? Let's say a guy asks mm. you out on a date. Isn't the woman basically 100% in control of whether sex happens that day? No. Um, how, how might you not be? Let's, so let's say you decided you're going to have sex this day and you're on a oh, date with I this guy. If I and, really want to. No, I mean, like I've, I've gone on dates where the guy, you know, did not invite me back to his place, but instead just set up a second date. Maybe he was assuming that I wouldn't have sex on the first date or, you know, had to go to bed early or something. Um, but you could have you could have caused yourself to have sex, probably. Possibly. Yeah. So it was just a cultural. Whereas for a guy, if he tried to make it happen, it might be like a, a, a crime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think on a first date, I would try not to be so pushy as to, you know, invite myself over. And then if he doesn't, I assume, oh, he just wants to be, you know, or come off as being more chivalrous and he's going to, you know, 
he's going to wait until a third date or something to ask. Yeah, I feel like at any point you can just throw the trump card down on the table and be like, hey, do you want to come in and have sex really quick? Um, Like, I think almost every man would say yes to that. Okay. Yeah, I've never tried that, but that's a good idea. Notice that for Keith, the really quick was important. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's like, I mean, really quick. (laughs) I'm insanely protective of my time. And one of the issues I have when uh, I'm in like early relationship situations is. Yeah, like, like, should I extend my parking? And he's like, you do not need to do that. Get it out of here. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't. I don't like not knowing. Like, most people have really crappy sleep hygiene and they like don't care. And so like they want to come in, they want to have like two more drinks and then, you know, talk about some horse shit. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, it, it feels appropriate to start, you know, the, uh, the proceedings. And, you know, by now it's what, 10, 15 PM. I mean, who stays up that late? Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I just have this issue where, um, <laughs> I really like time boxing it. But yeah, like, was it last episode, Mike, or two episodes ago where you were like, I should just say, hey, I have a hard stop at whatever time. Sure. It makes you sound more like busy and stuff like that. Yeah, it gives you like a... Instead of whiny about my beauty rest? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think they might ask if you say I have a hard stop at 11 p.m. Like, what is it? What is your appointment? (laughs) Oh, oh, that's a fair point. I mean, I, I guess you'd be it's saying I have, to, I have to go to point. bed. It's a super fair point because, yeah, I've said many times, like, look, I really want to go to bed early tonight. And then women think I'm just saying that, right? Like, they don't actually know that, I mean, when I say 11, <laughs> that means I want them out by, like, 1030 so I can, you know, brush my teeth and, um, you know, read my whatever. Ali, yeah. if you were on a date with a guy and he was very clear that he wanted to go to bed early. Yeah. But he still wanted to have sex. Wouldn't I mean, wouldn't you take this as like he doesn't really want to get to know you? That's <laughs> how I would take it. It's I don't I, I, I mean, that think, is a leading question. I yeah, I yeah. mean when you say that if he said something like Keith did, or he's like, I have a hard stop at 1030 and you need to be fully out of my apartment by then, I would take that as being sort of rude. If he just said my really prostate wanted... needs to be totally evacuated, <laughs> and you need to be totally evacuated with the contents of my prostate. Right. Get my drift. Yeah. yeah, I would not like that. If he just said, like, I want to go to sleep, I have to wake up really early, but, you know, you're welcome to stay over or something, that would be fine. Yeah, they are. I mean, there are some cases where they're welcome to stay over, but in general, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have one more question about this, this uh, guys who claim they don't come from blowjobs. So I agree with the, the, the original poster that a lot of time men are saying that in order to bait her into blowing them. And <clears throat> as Ali pointed out, it works. But I think the case where like men actually can't is probably some sort of anxiety or anxiousness. Like given that somebody is, you know, an average or better blowjob dispenser, I expect that most that's plenty of stimulation for most men. And if they can't come, it's because they're nervous or shy or whatever. Um, yeah, I, and I, I think it would be, it would be I, more I, common for a guy to say, I can't come from a hand job or something. 
Yeah. Although I think men might be saying that because they'd rather come in some other way, but yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Ali, in the, in your life, if you had to estimate the percentage of uh, semen producing events that you've experienced, there were PIV, <laughs> hand job, blow job. How do you think the breakdown would be? And is there some category I'm missing? Maybe the guy mutual masturbation. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I mean, I would say the majority would be PIV and then the next high, you know, maybe if, if it's 60% PIV, maybe it's like 20, 25% blowjob, very small number of hand jobs, probably more sort of like mutual masturbation than hand job. Would, if you were mutually Mike, masturbating, hang on, I'm not done yet. Okay. If you were mutually <laughs> masturbating with the guy, would you come to, or would you fake? <laughs> Uh, I would either come or I would just stop when he came if I felt like it wasn't going to work. Okay. I don't think I and would it, fake it. And if you're giving a hand job, where does the semen go typically? Um, it varies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends like where I'm positioned. Like if he's on his back, I guess the semen just goes like on his on stomach. Your, but if he's sort in of in front hand. of me, then I like, yeah, wherever. Drizzles onto wherever your forehead. Sure. Yeah. Um, I did. I slept with one guy who either felt that he couldn't come from PIV sex or had some kind of like OCD hang up where like he didn't want to have PIV sex. So it was just blowjobs and mutual masturbation and so on. So that's, I guess, the the converse of this scenario where there's one guy who's like, hey, I can't come from being inside. Was he (laughs) worried about pregnancy or disease or or, I guess pregnancy? He would have PIV sex. I think his hang up was much weirder than that. I think it was around like cleanliness OCD some kind of phobia of like having wait would he give you oral I didn't ask and probably not he he would finger me as I recall but okay I was thinking maybe maladaptive than not wanting to come inside a vagina (laughs) that's like the worst possible maladaption (laughs) It does seem like it would be limiting. Um, yeah. Like, how did his ancestors uh, create progeny? I was well, thinking maybe yeah. he was one of the moderators of God Pussy, <laughs> and he's just like, "Look, this isn't good. This is this is too wet. This is too wet for me. I need right. to dry." Maybe the desert. Yeah. Yeah. No. He had two normal siblings. So, has he had any kids? No, but like his siblings have. How could he? Right. Yeah. <laughs> He, wait, so this I mean, is, he, not, I guess he could. Uh, wait, this is a total sperm. joke. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, hang on. He wouldn't put his penis in your vagina. Correct. Would he, if you wanted him, do you, do you think he would have masturbated and had the semen squirt into your vagina? You didn't think he of masturbated that, did and had the semen squirt on my vagina. I don't know if any went in. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So he could have had kids. That would work. <laughs> yeah. Good, good uh, derivation, Mike. Yeah, that might have be been like prehistorically, maybe that's how humans had sex. No, I think prehistorically they had <laughs> PIV sex. <laughs> You've never, obviously, never watched a gorilla have sex. Uh, they just this is like spurred it. The second or third time in our last 10 episodes where uh, primate <laughs> sex has come up. Mike's been banned from the well, zoo. <laughs> it's, how you, it's how you know what like humans would genetically, evolutionarily do. Mm hmm. Right. Oh, that's what. That's why you're making such a study. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about uh, campsite uh, sex etiquette. So, uh, my partner, who's a man and I, a female, are currently traveling around Australia in our rooftop tent. 
Something we've noticed is we try not to have sex when we're camping in places where we have neighbors. They're up to 60 feet or so away. Although we try to be very quiet, our tent can make a bit of noise from the bouncing and thrusting. Wondering if we are being obnoxious or if it is accepted that when camping, you will sometimes hear people having sex. Uh, we don't have to talk about this for long, but uh, I went camping with some friends once and my partner at the time refused to have sex because of this very concern. And then the people we were with, we heard having sex. <laughs> and my perspective was, uh, see, we, we, we could have had sex. And her perspective was, no, see, we can hear them having sex. Hmm. And then we had like a little, a little standoff there. But, you know, we were both right in our own way. Do you care if people hear you have sex, Keith? No. Well, not in that context, no. What yeah, I think it's perfectly fine to have sex while like camping. If I'm, I, I've had sex while camping. It's not a big deal. Well, do you mind if the people you're with know that you're having sex? Or did Is you it, do it at a time? Like, did you wait until they had left the campsite? Or did you like, go off into the woods somewhere? Why don't or? you give us a preview of the sounds they'd be likely to hear, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had sex while camping when I was going camping with my boyfriend and no one else. So the other people who would have heard us having sex were people who just also happened to be around the campsite who we didn't know. And I don't care about that. I guess if I were going camping with like my family or something, I would feel. I think the, I think the specific sounds do matter. For example, if it's just like bodies maneuvering, yeah. that could be interpreted as something else. If it's just be you, rummaging around, right? If it's the guy, like you know you know, get that dick, gobble that cum, <laughs> you know, saying things like that, or the woman saying some female equivalent. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, kind of embarrassing. Say, if I'm having sex, like, you know, if I'm in a house where there are other people in the next bedroom or something, I and my partner will be much less vocal than we would be if we knew no one could hear us. Wait, but, but how is that different from being at a campsite with another couple? I guess you were saying you weren't with another couple. Yeah. And also just that like, we're still having sex. I don't mind that people hear the, you know, <laughs> slapping motions or whatever it's just that we don't yeah we try not to you know mowing loudly or something the slapping would be a little annoying after a while but but okay but you don't you don't care if other people hear that right. slapping or clapping she said slapping <laughs> wet fleshy movements yeah okay well slapping is you know hand to face or whatever Oh, clapping. I mean, she means like, I don't mind his people like hearing skin that either, coming together. Yeah. She means her. Yeah. She meant slapping. She meant her. His pelvis. Uh, right. Her pelvis. Right. I presumably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I think we've. Ooh. Can I say collectively bargained now because we're three? No. no <laughs> Damn it. Do we need four on, or when can I use it's that? It's just a completely different meaning, Keith. It's when you're like having a negotiation. Mm, okay, someday. Yeah, I feel like we were negotiating whether campsite sex was allowed. Kind of. I mean, not not really. All right. Can some men not feel when a woman is coming when he's inside of her? Uh, the guy I'm with can feel when I'm coming every single time. Even if he gets me off from oral, he'll put it in right afterwards and can still feel my vagina contracting. Still. Okay. He says it's like my pussy is milking his dick. I've read about women faking it, and men weren't aware that they were. I'm genuinely curious if some men just can't feel it as intensely as my guy can with me, or if some women's vaginas don't contract much or what. So men, can you feel when a woman is coming when you're in her? 
So I want to read the first comment here because it's what I would say, but I think it's also what someone who is very confused about women lying about orgasms would say. So just keep that in mind. All right. This person says, some women come and it's impossible to tell. Others become possessed. Some moan, some go silent. Some have a relaxed vagina the entire time and others squeeze so hard it's literally pushing you out. There are a lot of different types of orgasms for women. It's a buffet. So yeah, that's been my experience. Like some I can really tell and some I can't tell at all. And yeah, Mike's already got his got his eyebrow <laughs> up here <laughs> since Mike thinks that the only orgasms in the history of the world have been uh, bestowed by him. But um, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, it, it's tricky here because it is true that some women fake it. It's true that some women come differently, and so yeah. I think a woman who was faking it more expertly would also contract her vagina. To simulate. Oh, you do see that in porn. Like they'll like to simulate like, you know, like leg muscle spasms or whatever. And um or that's just, not, yeah, do no. you know kind of the kegel motion to simulate mm-hmm. contractions, which of course Mike would be able to identify as inaccurate because he knows the precise timing. Well, yeah, yeah and you. he thinks you, he Alex. thinks you need like an anal probe because you're looking for sinker contractions. When does Mike have sex without an anal probe? Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Did you know that the uh, astronauts, the Mercury astronauts, when they went into space, they all had probes up their asses? No, why? Temperature rectal thermometers oh so next time you watch like the right stuff just remember yeah. that are those There's on ebay scene. you can get can <laughs> get uh who is tom hanks's character i can't remember uh I, there is oh, a scene a in point. in apollo 13 yeah. where gary sinise like or no kevin bacon like takes off his uh oh no tom cruise not tom cruise tom hanks whatever it doesn't matter he takes off all the medical stuff they have attached to them because they're annoyed hearing from Houston that like their heart rate is elevated when they're going through this like stressful situation, but they did so not the time, pull out yeah. a rectal thermometer, which by feels the time like unrealistic. The, uh, <laughs> the Apollo, no, the Apollo missions, they didn't, they no longer used. It was just the Mercury astronauts at the very uh, beginning of the thank space you for the clarification. Program. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, I, I think Ali's right that in, yes, in porn, they will try to, it makes sense to simulate that as well as in porn, they will simulate it. And you're also right that the timing can be a giveaway. It's the timing and the, sort of it grow they grow less frequent with a predictable yeah. pattern okay how long it's difficult to simulate do you think the average orgasm lasts mike it depends on exactly what you mean by that but probably 10 seconds do you think you could begin it maybe less without piv and then in certain time to reliably quote still feel the vagina contracting so I'm giving her oral, and then as soon as she starts orgasming, I stick my cock in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I think mm-hmm. it would be annoying for her because you're, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, it's like the female version of a ruined orgasm. It's actually <laughs> ruined orgasm. Yeah, <laughs> women women will often say, "Do exactly keep doing what you're doing throughout the orgasm." Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Allie? That advice. I think it might, well, I'm not sure. What do you have to say about that? I think that at the very moment of orgasm, it becomes a lot more sensitive and you Mm -hmm. want them to immediately stop what they're doing, but I wouldn't, you know, expect them to have that. But it's not a moment, right? It lasts for some number of seconds. So when you say you, you mean starting when the sensations begin, you want cessation of all activity. Yeah. Interesting. Do you communicate that to your partners or partner? No, I mean, I'll I'll usually try. You should, Allie, you should. 
<laughs> I've had many partners communicate that to me, and it's not offensive at all. In fact, it's like, yeah, that, that's that makes me feel your part, maybe her partner cool. already knows that naturally, and so it's maybe. not needed. I think he feels the same way because he wants me to immediately like stop. You know, if if I'm giving him a blowjob and he starts coming, he doesn't want me to keep. Well, he wants you to probably leave the room, right? <laughs> Run away. Right. He wants I'm you to now. hold just the tip in his mouth and s- gently suckle. Not even that. I think just like kind of lick it off and then like take my mouth away. I feel like it's, it seems from when I've kept going that it becomes almost ticklish to him and, you know, very, very sensitive, which I think did is you say you want him, that I feel. Did you say he wants you to lick it off? Yeah, to like, you know, so he's coming and he he wants, I think, the semen to end up all in my mouth and not sort of running down his cock. Dribbling down, getting out. He wants you to lick, but that does involve sort of stimulation. A little bit, yeah, yeah. But couldn't you just keep it in your mouth and then it sort of naturally goes in your mouth? Why do you need to lick it off? Mm, Yeah, okay. I guess I could. You understand this, (laughs) Keith? So... He, so, like instead so of the, taking it out of my mouth, just leaving it in and staying very still. I think the problem yeah. is like he's moving around too. So when he's orgasming, you actually take his penis out of your mouth. Oh, I see the Pretty discussion soon here. After, I guess. Say that again? Pretty soon after. Um, oh, afterward. Okay. But doesn't most of the semen then just sort of naturally flow into your into your oral cavity there? Yeah. But so, you know, there's multiple spurts and maybe like the first two are very strong and then there might be kind of like a dribbly one. <laughs> what you want to do is like make sure that you get whatever's coming out from the dribbly one. Also. I see. I see. Yeah, okay. It's pleasant. I mean, this is one reason why I think PIV is a superior way to have an orgasm. <laughs> because <laughs> like there's only so much, you know, a woman yeah. can only do so much to her vagina so like i can sort of position myself or go balls deep or whatever feels best for me without you know needing to shout commands at her to like stop applying so much sucking pressure or whatever i would have to say (laughs) during a blowjob (laughs) orgasm well couldn't you view it as an opportunity to communicate with your partner keith uh i could view it that way yes (laughs) Like, I mean, you could tell them ahead pressure. of pressure. I need to be out of here in ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even sure what like the right to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm not even yeah. sure what the right thing that I want is. I guess, yeah, I haven't had enough blowjob orgasms to like know exactly what my preferences are. But going back to the redditor's question, do you find uh-huh. there's a difference between? So what I think of as a kegel is kind of like a pulling up contraction. And then what I think of as like the orgasm contraction is more of like a pushing out contraction. Can you feel the difference or do you think that there is a difference? That's not right. What you just said there, the, the, Whoa. the contractions are the same. It's, <laughs> it comes it's, the, it's, here you go. Yes. <laughs> it's the contraction you have when you stop urinating. Right. Which I, I think is, you would describe which, as pulling up, which is it. The, Kegel orgasmic contraction. I don't have to do anything to stop peeing. What do you mean? Let's say you're midstream and you need to stop suddenly for some reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be more like the pulling up. Okay. What do you you mean you don't have to do anything to stop peeing? What did you mean by that? She means she finishes peeing and doesn't need to like... Yeah, I don't oh, need to like okay, close yeah. it up or anything. Okay, like, okay. Just, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Clarification. Yeah, I, I I meant what Keith said. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but you're saying that when you orgasm, it's more like you're bearing down, like for a bowel movement. <laughs> no, I mean it's they're both vaginal 
emotions i i guess it's just well, like those are the two possible <laughs> those are the two possible motions of those muscles as you maybe, can you can maybe there's a third maybe there is i don't think so <laughs> can you el- so. uh elucidate ellie um yeah it's i mean <laughs> obviously I'm, I'm like trying and if I, the, the the trying the bowel movement thing is definitely a different set of muscles um <laughs> are you sure that's yeah. you think you have a you think you have a separate set but when you contract when you pull up as you described it it yeah. also tenses your anus doesn't it um i think i'd have to like feel to be sure it doesn't seem like it is i'm trying right it, now it, it is it, does. it involves the clit to pull up more than it does to push down i think um, mike sounds right yeah. At least for me and my anecdotal trying right now, I'm not <laughs> sure that like pulling back, trying to pee, I, I it is also causing my sphincter to clench. But I think, you know, like when some people, you know how some people can't raise like one eyebrow, they have to raise them both. It's not mm-hmm. that they're actually connected. It's that they're just sort of connected. It's hard not to do. What are they the in other. that sentence? The, the anus and the and kegel? The, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. But I, so what is, so can you describe more of the sensation you're, you're talking about, Ali, where you, you, it's some, it's some third muscle group that you're employing while you are. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, what, it's I've noticed, what I've noticed before from like having a finger inside me while masturbating maybe is that like the, the kind of closing that my vagina does in the, the orgasm contraction feels more like the pushing down than like the, the pulling up. Like a bowel movement. It's not like a bowel <laughs> movement. First of all, I don't orgasm from bowel movements. And I don't think that there's any vaginal you know involvement of. in a bowel movement. Well, when I say, I just mean pushing out, like, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, yeah, bearing down. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, I wanna, it's a I movement that clarify, would... I never shit while coming <laughs> and I never will. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Bold statement. <laughs> um, the, but the, I mean, I think that it would be best described as like alternating between the two, mm. right? It's sort of squeezing and then rela- releasing. Maybe releasing, yeah, but not then like pulling up. I don't know. So one thing that you've never experienced is like if you have a tampon in and you want to like pull the tampon further up, like you can do that if it's already partially in. Sorry, well, it's interesting. I, do I don't know. What do you mean by pull it further up? Like, Up the vaginal you tampon, I mean, I'm showing you, but like you have a tampon and it's like partially in and you want to like bring it further up. Like you can kind of, you can do that. <laughs> um, and that's you a different up using your muscles. Well, doesn't it make sense that that's sort of the, no, I don't think you're shimming it up. It's the opposite of bearing down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so the thing, way, a way a man could experience is that. And I'm sure. So let's say you're, you're doing number two. And it feels like it's going to come out, but then it doesn't. And it kind of sucks back into your rectum and sometimes painfully. So I'm sure everybody's experienced this before. No, Keith, never. No, of course. It's called turtling. Okay. okay. That like pulling come, up would be similar to what you're hand. describing, right? I mean, it's, it's just sort of the general area kind of sucking something back in more, you know, you could call it that, but it's just sort of closing up and there's a little bit of like negative pressure, just like there's positive pressure causing you to something to come out when you bear it all out. right okay <laughs> can we can we move on maybe there's a third right. muscle group next to the uh, a... squirt reservoir i think it's just i think it's just terminological <laughs> okay um 
man, we only have like five minutes, but I, I want I want to hit on this because we have Allie here. Okay, this this man writes, every woman I have had sex with wants to be, quote, dominated, and I hate it. To me, it seems like the overwhelming preference for women in the bedroom is to be dominated. From talking with partners over time, they have said roughly the same things. They like the feeling of being desired. They like the raw nature of it. They like feeling small or overpowered, etc. The thing is, though, this totally ruins sex for me and it turns me off completely. I don't get off at all on dominating my partner. And so what this normally means to me is that it's boring and a lot of extra physical exertion without much reciprocation. In fact, I find it to be the opposite power dynamic. It's me doing all the work to please them, but I don't get anything in return since the act of dominating isn't to turn on for me at all. Just ran into this again the other day. I went on a few dates with a woman. We ended up getting a room after the third, getting the room. She, like every other woman I've been with, told me she wants to be roughly fucked and dominated. I'm so overdoing it at this point that I played along for 10 minutes until I completely lost interest and then found an excuse to stop and get dressed. I wonder what excuse he found. I have no problem with these women (laughs) wanting to have sex in a way they enjoy, but what it means for me is that it's extremely difficult to find a partner I'm sexually compatible with. At this point, I don't even want to have sex anymore because all I associated with is boring emptiness and anxiety. How can I either learn to give women like this, what they want while finding some enjoyment or find a sexual dynamic I actually enjoy. Hmm. So I think this man is right in his general analysis that most women prefer to be uh, on the submissive side in the bedroom. I don't know what he should do if he hates that. I think it's true that most women will be less interested in him sexually if he's not interested in at least being a bit dominant. Yeah, I'm not sure from what he wrote if he wants to be submissive, like if he wants the woman to be dominant to him or he just wants yeah. everything to be like really caring and gentle and slow. He doesn't go. He, yeah, it's un, it's ambiguous. I think he wants to be pegged. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's only so much as a guy that you can do to be submissive. I mean, within the context of like what I would call like a typical heterosexual sexual mm. act. It's, it's somewhat limited. A fair point, right? So you can have the woman be on top. Is that the end of the list? <laughs> Allie, what's the most dominant thing that you've done in the bedroom? <laughs> oh, okay. So she's, she's, she's laughing. She's pegged a guy. <laughs> no, not that I wouldn't. I just haven't, unfortunately. Um, oh, you want to? Sure. I, I right. would try it. Uh, you you got to find the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> What is he? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've done very many sort of dominant things in the bedroom. I guess I've like held a guy's wrists down, but not in any serious way. Like he obviously could have yeah. taken his wrists back. And was that was that for fun for you or was it to turn him on? Was it because he wanted you to dominate him some? No, I think just fun for Have you ever have you ever tied a guy up? No. No. I've that's been the, tied up before. That's sort of the classic man being a bit submissive. I've been tied up before, and the problem was there, there, there was nothing for her to do. Right. It was just stupid. It was like, yeah, frankly, it was kind of stupid. So it was like, oh, this didn't – yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, she doesn't have any body parts that protrude. It's like – Can you elaborate on that, though, Mike? Like what – I mean, she can ride you. Yeah. She, I mean, could, um, she could ride your face, I guess. She, and then you, a little, you could, but it doesn't – to not be but able it's to like stop kind it or something. Yeah, it's better if you can move your body around and also like your hands can be important in that position. So it's kind of yeah. lame. Like it just, yeah, it just wound up being like kind of a no op. It was like, well, yeah. I mean, so yeah, she tried that. I don't remember that specifically, but it, I just remember it being like, right. it wound up being just her, for her, like ha- like basically pleasuring a 
a mannequin or something like it just was like it's kind of important that the man's body be active in sex right. for it to be interesting yeah, right. yeah i mean and you've implied this but i'll just make it explicit yeah i mean missionary and doggy are both men in control positions and so it's not even exactly clear what he wants i mean maybe she's starfishing and that's boring but presuming she's being like or i mean he's described a number of partners here so probably they're not all like that but yeah presuming they're being normal women like i'm not sure exactly what he's hoping for I think it's, yeah i think it's weird that he would say that everyone he's been with before the first encounter has said i want you to be really dominant i, I don't know where he's finding <laughs> partners but yeah if, if all he wants is just to have you know slow gentle sex maybe yeah. he should say that up front i i think mike jumps to conclusions too quickly but in this particular case like just reading between the lines of this it's not clear what he actually wants and so it might be that yeah what he actually wants is something like to be pegged or some sort of much more dominant behavior from the women he's with yeah i mean if he wants that he could ask for that and yeah i guess the combination of present company excluded are not going to be into that i I don't think that ali would like it i think ali would be unhappy with it if you're like oh i'll try it out but this gets back i mean this is one of the reasons one of the several reasons why i say keith doesn't want to be on the recipient side of this is that what if the guy likes it and then it becomes a required activity. So now let, let's say, okay, fine, you try it once, but let's say every second time you have sex, you have to peg him. That would, yeah, that might yeah. not be your favorite thing, right? You have to get the apparatus out of the bedside table. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 It's more like I would do it if it were a one night stand or something, right? Something yeah. And then you're like, try. one day you come home and he's got, he's bought one of those uh, fucking machines that's like, <laughs> a, it's like, fu- so he's just like bent over the bed being fucked by this dildo and you're just like, I'm out of here. Like, that's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want that. Speaking of which, did you guys get that cock ring that somebody sent you? It hasn't. I haven't got it yet. We, okay. we, there's a person that wants us to interview them that has a cock ring that measures your. Uh, you really, you really oh. listen assiduously to the episodes, Allie. Yeah, it was like the a very end last cock episode. ring. It's not just like. <laughs> it's. I'm not totally sure, but they want it. You know, it's no. It's it, it has some health benefits, purported health benefits. He wants they want to, us to do an interview. About- that's right. So that's so we requested the device so that we could. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. N- now then, there's the problem we're getting into, so to speak. I think only one of us can test it. Uh, no, we both can. It's just uh, I have to go first. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Because Mike is going to stretch it out. <laughs> no, that's no, no. That was not the implication. <laughs> wow. You guys true. are the worst. Okay, that's it. That's it for this episode. I, I'm going to wrap it. <laughs> do it for this episode of your mileage may vary you can send us feedback or questions to ymmvpod at gmail.com that's ymmvpod at gmail.com we pay ten dollars for any and all feedback received so just let us know which payment platform you prefer and you could be ten dollars richer even today uh thanks to ali thanks to mike we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our little show here and we look forward to having you back next week on your mileage may vary Je veux et je viens Entre tes reins Je vais et je viens Je me goûte